Hello. Hello. Blah blah blah. Blah blah blah. That's Miles, six years old. Welcome to Global from Asia, episode 312, here in Shenyang, China. We're going to be talking with Howard Tai, the professor of Amazon again, talking about the pandemic world post, you know, e-commerce and post-pandemic. Let's tune in. Welcome to the Global from Asia podcast, where the daunting process of running an international business is broken down into straight up actionable advice. And now your host, Michael Michelini. Miles, do you like Shenyang? Yes. What about Thailand? Yes. Shenzhen? Yes. USA? Yes. Wow, you like everywhere, huh? We went. I we went rollerblading today. I've been taking them rollerblading, and am I a good teacher? Hmm. Yes. Yes. I hope so. Hey, everybody! Thank you for choosing to download and listen to this show. We do appreciate it here at the Global From Asia podcast. Three hundred twelve shows, plus the e-commerce gladiator series, and we um have. Yeah, a cool show coming up for you. Howard Tai, the professor of Amazon. We had him on the show a while back. And he was also a speaker at the Cross-Border Summit. And he's in Hong Kong. And we went through quarantine at the same time. And uh, we've been keeping in touch quite a bit. It's uh, a lot's happening in e-commerce and Amazon with the COVID-19 and the pandemic. And he's given us some insights of what he's seeing with big sellers and different categories and we have some fun conversation to get you some inspiration and uh, let's tune into the interview do you enjoy what you're listening to in the show you may be looking for some courses or service providers or things to do we do have a pretty extensive reviews website at globalfromasia.com reviews we did list up Howard's event, which we will be talking about in the podcast today, other courses, other programs, if uh, other uh, softwares. A lot of times, they do have affiliate links. Hi, Maggie. Hi. Um, so maybe we'll have Maggie helping out making those websites too. But if you want to check out some cool things in the industry and uh, get some recommendations, and of course, maybe give us a little bit of a commission for that, check it out at globalfromasia.com/reviews. All right, thank you, everybody. Choosing to listen to another Global From Asia podcast. We have with us Howard Tai, the professor. <laughs> you were on the show quite a while ago, what, like a year or two ago, and it was a fun. We were in Starbucks in Huachan Bay, or near Huachan Bay in Shenzhen. That was that was quite a good good time. I still remember that time. It was like we were at the Starbucks. And then we were talking. I think you were interviewing me inside the Starbucks. Yeah, yeah. I I think it was for one of your your your, your event that for your event, right? Well, it was a podcast, but of course we were going to be at our, uh, our cross border summit. So a lot of times I interview the upcoming guests and uh, speakers. So yeah, people like that. We got a lot of good feedback about it, of course. And uh, we also had a nice hot pot together. I, oh yeah, so I was gonna say the hot pot was pretty good. Yeah, it's uh, awesome. yeah? nice. Awesome. So I think many were probably already familiar with you, Howard. But do you want to give us a quick, uh, quick overview of the professor? So let me go back to like 
college. So <laughs> I go, I graduated college in 2003 in computer science in UC San Diego yeah. and uh, came out and I actually never got any well job after college. I actually, someone, I was doing eBay on the side, selling some of my old textbooks and some of my old software that as a, when you're in um, computer science, you get all these free software. So I was like selling those software and I was making like pretty good money for, for selling software that was free, that was given out to us by Microsoft or something like that. So it was really interesting. That's where I started. That's kind of how like I got started. Like, oh, I started selling my books. I started selling like software. And then I was thinking about what else can I sell? Yeah, yeah. Awesome. And that's, why, that's how I got in. Great, man. Yeah, and, we graduated the same year, 03. Me too. Yeah, man. So we, we, we could talk about so many different things, but I was thinking it might be fun to bring you on today, talk about post-pandemic. I know you have a big upcoming event that uh, we can talk about later, but you know, there's the world is the whole world has changed, but today, you know, Amazon uh, has changed. So I would love to kind of like get some insights, what you've been seeing and what, you know, we also both went through quarantine together in different locations and we've been in touch quite a bit, but how to start. I mean, what, 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 maybe just quick high level, like what happened to you? What's your story with the pandemic? You know, you were, where were you and what, what happened? I think me and you were at the exact same time that we went to get quarantined. You were actually in quarantine in China, and yeah. I was quarantined in China, but in Hong Kong, China. So <laughs> it was actually the same time. And I remember we were like, uh, we're getting off quarantine at the same day, but you're like at 6 p.m. and I'm at 12 12, uh, you know, midnight and yeah, stuff. Okay. So it was like kind of like it, it, interesting. We were like coming back and forth and showing pictures of how yeah. your quarantine is compared to my quarantine. Your quarantine was like luxury, okay? You had like a nice room. My, mine was like a box in Hong Kong. I'm talking about yeah. Hong Kong. Yeah. So it was uh, a lot a lot different. And I thought it was uh, pretty cool that we both was in quarantine. Uh, not that it was in quarantine, but it was cool that we were together at the same oh, time. Cool. We were chatting. Uh, we were sharing uh videos and stories of, of our perspectives yeah and now you're still uh, well, unfortunately i think you're in hong kong not I, well the border has been closed we were both in quarantine when the border closed uh, that was that was nuts so well while you were from uh, i think it was the philippines flying into china right yeah, uh, yeah. so so we were doing that the same day i believe but the 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 thing is that we were we knew we we're in Thailand. I was with uh, Zach and uh, yeah, exactly. uh, David and stuff like that. Yeah. So I was Zach in Bangkok, and I was we were, we were told that oh shoot, Hong Kong was shutting down. So when when we heard that, we were gonna oh shoot. So I'm gonna go in. I'm gonna fly to Hong Kong, and then you know how we normally do it, where we uh, take a bus or shuttle to uh, Sunjun, right yeah, across yeah. border and stuff like that. But uh, it didn't work out that way. Where actually when we flew in from Hong to Hong Kong, the border was saying, you cannot, you can't go to China. You have to do 14 day quarantine. And oh, we're like, oh. oh shoot. I mean, like we were still in the, in the airport. We we're trying to see if we could get out and go somewhere else. But we couldn't, oh. we had to do the 14 days quarantine. And then, and then while we were there, China shut their border. Yeah. So then yeah. we were there and if we would have actually just flew into like maybe Shanghai, Beijing, and then and then flew back into Shenzhen. That would probably be a different case. But 
you know, we were, we were used to the Hong Kong border yeah. and we used to do it in that way. So logically, we would do that, right? So that's how we got yeah. sh- stuck in Hong Kong. And right now, I'm still in Hong Kong after <laughs> three months, two and a half, or you know, oh, I think it's three months already. Yeah. I, have to, I have to renew my visa like next week. So oh. I don't over my 90 days as an American citizen. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's, I'm hearing all these messages talking about Zach, he's got till July for Thailand. He's wondering what to do. And a lot of friends in China, their visas are expired. They're in China, but they can't keep staying or they're trying to figure out how to stay in China. So it's just a crazy time. I mean, uh, can they, can they renew it, renew their visa or, or something like that? Or like extension, but some of them say they can't get more extension. So, wow. So they're just uh, trying to figure out what to do. Like end of the end of this month. So let's talk more Amazon e-commerce. I know you, you, you know, you, you're working with some huge, huge, uh, huge accounts, and uh, you know everybody in the in- a lot of people, in the big players in the industry. So I, I've, you know, I'm part, I'm part in Alpha Rock, and I guess the big news that hit the sellers community was they stopped the inbound shipments. That was in like mid March before we started our quarantine journey. We got. You know, uh, a lot of sellers got in trouble because suddenly, without even any notice, Amazon just stopped taking non-essential product item shipments into Amazon, uh, which has passed us now. But I don't know if you have any stories or uh, insights about what happened with people you knew. There, um, I, I, I had. There's like two sets of people, right? There's a set of people where that they are. In, in the people that, in the sellers that I've kind of communicated with, there's like two sets. One that has a lot of inventory inside FBA, and there's some that ran out or doesn't have much. Because of the, there was, uh, let's just say the Chinese New Year that came about in January or, or February, the people came back and said, okay, so now, now China's back up. I needed to, we needed to actually, before China um, goes on vacation, we need to get a lot of inventory, six months or whatnot, or, you know, a lot. So some of the people that got that done correctly or had a lot of stock on hand, they actually did pretty good because uh, they were selling a lot of it. They didn't run out as fast. But there were some people that, you know, after the, after the, they came after Chinese New Year, you know, and it's a lot prolonged Chinese New Year, right? Yeah. Because of the virus. And and, and then after that, people were trying to um, order their inventory and stuff like that to get into FBA. But then FBA was closed off for a lot of the essentials, non-essential stuff. So there's... So that that's where we got two, two, two sections, two sides of the story. And a moment of my clients that I have is actually really big sellers. So I really don't have too many small clients. I would say like they're all million plus, you know, yeah. at least. So yeah. a lot of them, they have money. Yeah, so they yeah, were deep, have, right? Basic. Yeah, they, 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 they usually stock deeper than normal of the normal sellers out there. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if you want to give some tips or insights for others. I mean, some people almost, I remember even hearing the strategies to purposely not keep deep inventory in Amazon because you can be more nimble. You can keep stuff in like a third-party warehouse in the U.S. or even from China, airship it in. Uh, Some people even have that as a strategy to purposely not fill deep in Amazon. But I guess people that did that 
got a little bit uh, in a bad spot if they didn't have enough stock when the inbound shipments were frozen. Yeah, there is some people that do like inbound inbounding to a, a 3PL or, or not or whatnot so that they can diversify their inventory and send some back into Amazon when needed. If there is any like, you know, like to kind of save on the store fees and everything like that but a majority of the big sellers that we deal with they actually just send all their stuff to amazon because most of the time they kind of know how much they sell and how to control that so they have more control on they had their expectation i guess got it got it so but then i think once the whole once the pandemic came in more into the into the west everybody got forced to buy online and so it's been a huge huge boom for the e-commerce industry. Like people have been telling me, it's like, uh, you know, they just accelerated e-commerce growth in the Western world from the pandemic. So sellers, most sellers, depends of course on the category, but I don't know if you want to share some insights with different categories or different different uh, people, but uh, most I think are doing really well right now, right? I mean, it's like an amazing time. I would say like majority of people right now actually are doing really well in e-commerce or in Amazon itself. The categories that I see a big uptrend is like mainly like supplements. We got like a workout equipments and we got like, you know, like, you know, a lot of people is jumping into masks and yeah, uh, yeah. hand sanitizer and we got like wipes and then we got like thermometers and, you know, uh, things like that, you know, those are a lot of from the COVID side. Uh, yeah. And all, most of my big sellers, they're all jumping into like COVID stuff, you know. Really? So, yeah, because more like they're more adaptable, you know. Like, if you think about the smaller sellers, they kind of are a little slower and more um, indecisive because their skill level. So for the people that are actually skilled at ranking and be able to have confidence in what they're doing, they actually jump on to stuff faster than, than mm-hmm. the normal smaller sellers. So you, you see a lot of my clients where they're actually selling like all, all these the COVID stuff faster than anyone else. And, they're fat, right. and then they're like making a lot of money off that. Okay. You just popped in my head. I don't know if you uh, want to share or know insights about, I saw in WeChat group, some Chinese sellers got kicked off Amazon for selling COVID or PPE stuff, or I don't know if there was like some protest. I saw videos in Shenzhen at the Amazon office. It's something I just, I remember seeing in my feed. Um, I don't know if you want to share what that was or know what that was. So the, the reason why you see, um, that feed of a lot of Chinese going into the offices of Amazon. I think it was Shanghai and Shenzhen. They were protesting because they were selling, mainly a lot of Chinese were selling a lot of COVID stuff, you know, masks. Majority of the first batch was, uh, or wave was all mask related. So, but that did really good, right? But because it did so well, a lot of these seller accounts got suspended. Mm. The reason because of the uh, uh, velocity limit that all accounts have, even big sellers that have like that doing really, really well and stuff, they all have velocity limits. That's for the reason why Amazon does that is so that they can kind of get rid of if they see anything like out of the norm, like for like bad actors, they call it bad sellers yeah. that all 
or hit and run, they call it, where yeah. someone uh, gets a lot of sales and then just run with the money. Yeah. Um, so yeah. there's things like that where Amazon detects in their algorithm. And if they see something like a, a very huge uplift in velocity of sales, they'll kind of suspend the account. So that's where you see a lot of these big sellers on Amazon that was in China, well, mainly Chinese selling the mask, the big first wave, right? Yeah. And then you got all their accounts suspended and they're like going to Amazon and doing protesting and stuff like that. So it was uh, because of that side. Yeah, yeah, we'll try to find a video. I, I mean, I don't know if I can maybe find it on my phone, put it in the show notes. But yeah, I remember that seeing that it was it was crazy to see there was like 10, 20, 30 sellers that were dressed up like anti-Amazon shirts and stuff and uh, umbrellas or something. Yeah. yeah. I think a black and white and then they had like the like white, white banners and stuff like that. They did the same thing recently with uh, PayPal too, when PayPal locks people's money. Out. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't know if you talked to some of last, our last interview on the show, but in eBay, there was a lot of people, a lot of, I hate to say it, but it is a lot of times Chinese sellers that get an eBay account and just sell, 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 and never deliver and disappear. Like you called it, I guess you called it the hit and run. You know, there are a lot of, a lot of. I mean, I almost think that's why in Taobao, it's you don't get paid until it's delivered, right? In the Chinese e-commerce, but in Western e-commerce, you can get paid before you deliver, so people can do this high volume sales and then uh, disappear. So, yeah, it's a it's a crazy crazy time. I'm- well, for eBay, eBay, they also have limits too for the seller account oh. or, or their like a listing limits and they have their own limits. Everyone has their, it's getting better and better at catching fraudulent sellers and stuff like that. Got it. So, you know, nobody likes to talk about the negative and one of the good things about being diversified is having, you know, you see a lot of different categories, but you know, as a, with my Alpha Rock hat on, it's still a shareholder, I can't say too much, but some of the categories some of the brands has got destroyed because they're, they're like travel or they're uh, outdoor stuff, you know, they, but some of them were like indoor house. The sales are like record high, like never before. So I, I don't know if you want to talk about some of the negative the ones that got really just crushed, right? They're just in like the wrong category. It's nothing like their fault. They were just in the wrong category. I don't know if you want to share about some of the, some of the pain that some of them might be going through or is everybody doing okay now? Or maybe everybody came back now? I don't think everyone came back yet. It's like still like a lot of the after effect. So when you have like th- things like if you're in like car accessories or travel, you know, yeah, yeah, things yeah. of that nature, you, you'll, you'll notice that you aren't able to sell those items as, as well because you have inventory or you you can't even have uh, your inventory go into Amazon for such a long time that your ranking will drop and when your ranking drop for a certain amount of time you're not gonna it's gonna be almost really hard to bring it back up you know you lost all the uh, velocity you know of sales and you kind of like made it to where you have to kind of almost have to start all over you know, so is there any tips for those kind of people? I mean, I already almost, you know, if it's been like this for a few months already, they're, they might be in trouble already, but you know, if it's anything that you'd advise them, I guess you could probably help them if if they work with you. But I mean, it's any kind of like tips you could give now for people in that situation or. 
there are ways there there are ways to do it uh in, in my in my mastermind that we're gonna have on the end of this month the 29th yeah, yeah. and 30th okay. we actually have a case study just like that where a product has been like non-selling for a long time where we kind of we we I, I guess you call it like uh revived it yeah, so right. that it's uh, st- starts selling again from a, yeah. a dead a dead product i would say so the, that's if you guys want to learn that that's going to be uh we're going to talk about it actually in, during the mastermind i think joshua is the one that uh is going to be talking about awesome. his case study with me where i helped uh, revive his um, listing nice. over over a period of i guess about like two to three weeks or something or a month something i don't remember exactly we did this all uh like in january or or, or december where oh. we uh revived his listing nice yeah okay yeah well we'll talk more about the panda your uh ppe event in a bit let's let's talk a little bit more about what do you see is the, you know your crystal ball i guess there's for let's talk about it for a few different people. There's current sellers, you know, like established sellers, new sellers, and then maybe the people that still want to get in the game. Maybe what do you? So for the established big sellers, you know, I guess they're in a good position, right? They're out. They're already got their seller account. They're doing. They got their listings good. They're probably doing really good in their sales right now. I think the big will get bigger. That's pretty clear. I would say the big will get bigger. The small will get smaller. Um, and it's because of the, the the skill level in getting into Amazon is getting harder and harder. If you are uh, not learning from the correct places, you know, because uh, what what I've seen is uh, right now, you know, I, I always tell people like you always get people. Um, you got like four things to worry about before, like to propose uh, pre like 2015 or something or 16 or something you just have to post it up a product and it'll sell yeah. really well but then uh, when nowadays now you got to have uh, money to buy products to give away then you have to have you know skill level you know and then you have to know how to uh, defend yourself from attacks people yeah. attacking you putting adult flags or, or changing keywords to get knocked down, you get COVID, COVID uh, knockdowns, you get like things like all these pesticide knockdown, you know, a lot of things that people are doing nowadays that is still going on in Amazon. Uh, and then you can, and then you know how to defend yourself from these attacks, you know, there's like more, more variables that you need to know and learn. And Amazon is getting much, much more uh, sophisticated in how people are, how they're ranking using their system to rank so ranking is getting more and more uh harder it's not just now everyone is doing like search find buy and stuff like that so now what's the next thing what's what's the next uh next thing that people can do to rank the product so got it yeah uh well it's a little sad maybe for the new people you know i know there's some people getting started uh did they have some chances you think or for the for the new people, don't get me wrong. I I think I think Amazon is really a, a good place to where you can actually make big amount of money. Even new people are able to do it really fast. There's people that does like one of my clients right now is doing like one year. They did up to five million dollars in sales, or you know that that's that's really fast, you know. So so like it is possible that is you can do it. It's just that you need to know and learn and be able to be 
guided and have a be able to want to learn, you know, be aggressive enough to really go out there to these events, not just my events, but I mean, like go in events and try to network with mentors in mm-hmm. that actually can point you to the right direction. There's no real time now to just like piddle around and try to learn yourself. You really need to be more uh, aggressive and proactive in getting to the next level. Nice. Okay. So yeah, let's talk about the events that you're doing. You're doing the PPE events what, at the end of the month on the 30th. So we got a little bit of time for people listening. Do you want to, do you want to give us some insights what, what you're going to be talking about? So this, this PPE event is something that a lot of people have been asking me throughout the whole entire two years that I've been doing this mastermind that, hey, why don't you do an online event? Why don't you go in, you know, because I'm in this location, you know, or I can't go into this country because of my citizenship. You know, a lot of, a lot of reasons, you know. So I wanted, and it's a perfect time because there's no events out there and I can't do my event. I had to, I had to schedule my event from, the last event I had was in February, which is Cabo, Mexico. We had like 30 biggest sellers up to a half a billion dollars in sales in that room. Then we were going to have it in May of 8th or 9th. But the problem with that is because of this pandemic now, I'm where everyone's stuck at home or stuck in within their, their city or you know, be not able to come out without getting Affected or something, you know. So that's where we decided, me and Liz, my partner and yeah. uh, the mastermind, decided to like, why don't we just do a online virtual uh, mastermind? And that's and then I I was kind of hesitant because I don't really like to have my stuff out there because people can maybe uh, kind of video copied in so like that. But uh, we kind of built in a lot of encrypted things where it's hard for you to kind of copy and be able to a lot of giveaways that, that we're going to give to the to the people that come like they're going to be a members of the ess group they're going to have like a pfr report purchasing relevant uh, frequency rank report they're going to be able to have recordings of these that's only for them so a lot of the these things are kind of locked down we're trying to find ways to lock down the 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 people that are coming in so so far it's okay and i think i think it's good to to have let other everyone have the opportunity to be on to come to the the virtual mastermind so it's gonna be first it's the first one so i want to see how how it works out you know it's, yeah. there's a lot of a lot of um, possibility uh and that I believe it's gonna do pretty well because already so we got a lot of sign up already. Even though it's like a two thousand, a thousand nine hundred ninety five dollars, we got a lot of sign up, and uh, we have like really big names. I think we have fifteen sell, uh, fifteen speakers that are gonna be talked uh, during the event, and uh, all these speakers is the theme of of our of our PPE is actually how it's outside traffic mainly. How do you throw different signals? onto Amazon to get your product rank. So mainly the evolution of outside traffic into Amazon. That's what main concept of our of this event, which is why we had like, you know, press release. We have we have like a viral uh, we have a viral stuff. We have social traffic. We have like a lot of 
big sellers talking about other revenue and ways that they're getting that they're doing their Amazon ranking. Uh, so we, I think, I believe there's two, there's two forty million dollar sellers in uh, that's a speaker there, and another fifty million dollar seller that's going to be speaking at the event. Amazing. So there's a, you, you never really see these uh, sellers come out because they really don't, they're, they're not like. They, they're not speaker, right? They just go into the corner and, of their uh, office and start uh, making money. So they don't really want to come out and talk about what they do because that's like giving away their secrets, yeah. right? So I got I really had to like push them to come out. So this is this is it's a treat for everyone that's going to come in because they're going to actually see what these real big sellers are doing and that they're that they're doing and they're doing it really well. How they're crushing it on Amazon. Yeah, it's going to be a great one. Uh, I'm really excited that you finally, yeah, I know it's scary to make these online things because, yeah, like you said, uh, people might try to think they can copy them or there'll be copies of them out, but you, you also have a lot of great bonuses and other other value in there. And you also have the podcast. You, know, you started a little podcast. People can can check out some of the sellers and speakers that, you already, that you'll have there at, at your website, howardtie.com. We're also an affiliate for for you, so we have a coupon code. We'll link that on the show notes. So if people want to take advantage of that, definitely they can check out that info, right? Yeah, um, yeah. All right. So I think that was that was great. Basically, I think sellers should be really, you know, obviously it's a horrible time right now with the pandemic, but I mean that's forcing these. It's, it's accelerating the Amazon and e-commerce world to to take over right i mean it's just going to accelerate the growth of e-commerce it's already been accelerating you know like even though during the pandemic there, there was like a lockdown of on non-essential goods aren't gonna be able to come in but with just essential goods the amazons had to hire 100k new employees another 50k yeah. new employees 150k and more you know and yeah. trying to keep them they're they're not going to fire them afterwards. They're going to actually keep them for after the whole whole months and stuff. To even I believe even past Christmas, you know, because yeah. the the velocity of, of of these new sellers that was never buyers. I mean, I'm sorry, the velocity of new buyers coming onto the platform is so huge. You can see the um, the the ripple effect of it even going towards uh, Walmart. You know, Walmart got like five times the sales. You know, the and I, I believe I read somewhere that and right now the growth was so big that in um, Amazon that it's actually there. It was their like 2026 production uh, pre, uh, prediction of how growth. So there's they're like five years ahead of their scheduled growth right now. Wow. So so it's like pretty crazy now. Crazy. And then. And then, like Walmart sees now, now, they see the money, they see the potential. Now they're gonna, they're connecting with Shopify, trying to. Yeah, uh, you saw that. Uh, the, yeah, yeah. They, they say, shoot, I want, want, I want more of the pie. I, I, I taste the blood. I'm not, I mean, they're, <laughs> they're like Walmart, like a little a shark in the in the pool, and then and then all of a sudden, oh, I taste the blood. I, I feel it. I know what I know. I, you know, there's so much opportunity. Now they ha- they're gonna just jump in with in, into uh, the ocean with the uh, or into bed with the uh, uh, Shopify and and see yeah. what they can uh, come up with. Which I believe it's interesting. It's gonna be interesting to see what happens. Yeah, well, it's it's great for sellers, right? Obviously, all of this is good news. More more channels. Yeah, I've been seeing more and more people talk about Walmart. 
And finally, it seems to be somewhat of a significant, also Shopify. But I think I'll sneak in another question before we go. But the last one is, some people have been saying that Shopify or shopping, I, we always say Shopify, it's actually shopping carts, you know, like non-Amazon or people buying off their own website has been also increasing as, as a total percentage of sales. Would you say this? I heard that from a few people. So I don't, is that normal? Are people getting more off Amazon sales now on their own websites or, or is it? Uh, you know, this, this, this pandemic actually amplifies everyone up, you know, it's not just, it's not just Amazon or Walmart. It's also the other, other like websites out there, you know, it's not, it's going to amplify everyone, not yeah. just those high, no, the top tier uh, marketplaces. Okay, great. All right. I think that's all. Howard, thank you so much. As always, um, we'll link up on the show notes. Of course, howardtie.com is your, your main website or, and your, your PPE, which is Professor's Pandemic Event, <laughs> is, uh, is the 30th, 29th and 30th of this month. So people listening, if you just listen to the show, you should have a chance to grab that. And there's a coupon code on the GFA show notes so you can get advantage of that, take advantage of that. And any other places uh, or things people should go to find you or, or participate with? You have your podcast on, on Howard Tai too, right? So so you, you don't need to actually... Uh... A coupon code it's it's just a link that you that we gave you, you okay. just, as long as they get get the uh click on it and then they'll get that to go in directly to the the event and okay got it got it. it okay yeah our, our events are normally at like twelve thousand dollars but it's right yeah. now it's uh at a, at a more like uh pandemic price of a thousand nine hundred ninety five or something like that okay right got it got okay. it yeah yeah i'm checking it out now awesome all right well thanks again howard for your time <laughs> Thank you very much, Michael. Are you looking for some products to sell in your e-commerce stores or maybe even in your local communities? Check out loadpipe.com, L-O-A-D-P-I-P-E, for our community buy sites. So we are working with people at, in the B2B and the wholesale side to get you at factory direct prices, making deals, and working in a secure environment from finding product, getting the sample, to getting the shipping set up, customs, and, and after-sales support. Love to work with you. Check it out, www.loadpipe.com. Thank you. Miles, are you going to help me make websites? Mm, yes. Uh, what, do I, what do you want if you make a website? What do I need to give you? Toy. Toy. Toy is two websites, okay? Candies if it's one. Thanks, Howard, for sharing. Again, everybody, if, if you want to join his online virtual masterminds, the first time he's doing that, usually, like he says, $12,000 for his in-person ones. It's a much better price for online, and he's got a bunch of goodies and bonuses. Plus, we are a you know, a uh, official partner and, re, you know, an affiliate. So if you do want to check that out and subscribe or purchase his you know we would appreciate you following the link in our show and uh we'll get a little thank you for that so thank you everybody for tuning in and listening to our show we have always something interesting coming up and uh i live with my kids and uh, maggie say hello hello all right you like shenyang yes you have your bunny rabbit and the bird and chicken. What happened to the chicken? I already died. The chicken died. Man, that is hard life here in Shenyang. Chickens die. But the rabbit and the birds are alive, right? 
Yes, They're alive. All right, everybody. I'm keeping this one short. The kids are bouncing off the walls. I also have some acupuncture here. Miles, is, you saw the pins in my back, and you saw that? Mm-hmm. Remember your grandma put the, med- the, the medicine and the pins in my back? Mm. Pins? Like those metal poking in my back, remember? <laughs> All right. These guys, it's just normal for them. So thank everybody for... For listening again, uh, the show notes as always is at globalfromasia.com slash podcast dash radio or click on the link in the iTunes or whatever player you're listening to to take part in the post-pandemic PPE event with Howard. And I hope you all are uh, doing well. I hope everybody's making more money with if you're in the e-commerce online. It seems like things are really doing well and i hope you're on the good side of that i really do i've been talking to some great people and uh i really appreciate everybody uh listening all the way through to the end of this show miles say goodbye goodbye to get more info about running an international business please visit our website at www.globalfromasia.com that's www.globalfromasia.com also be sure to subscribe to our itunes feed thanks for tuning in